This is the Business English Podcast, episode 181, how to cover your bases in business English. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lindsay, have you played baseball recently? No, I've been to a baseball game this past summer, though. Does that count? Oh, that's fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love attending baseball games, too. It's fun. So, I get a hot dog. And oh. I, we, we usually leave after the seventh inning stretch, though. Do you stay Dude, for a yeah. whole baseball game? Baseball games are so long, but you know that they changed the rules of baseball, right? So they've made them shorter what? now. Yeah, the rules what? of baseball have been changed, which is so crazy to me that you could just go and change the rules of baseball. But now they have a, a countdown clock for when the pitcher has to pitch. He only gets, I don't know, less time than before. Okay. I don't, yeah, oh. so it does go a little faster now. Okay, so same amount of game. innings, but they have yeah, less yeah, time yeah. to throw a pitch, so it's shorter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yes. love that. <laughs> I played um, softball. I don't know, like there's professional baseball and then... For most of us who aren't professional baseball players, we usually even I have a friend who was a pitcher for UNLV. So he was a pitcher in college. He almost got drafted. It was like really close Ooh. and he didn't. And cool. so then he comes and here he's this he can throw like a hundred mile an hour pitch. Sure, and yeah. he's still like playing softball in like a That's league fun. because they're like people don't really play baseball unless it's professional much. No, it's true. It ends up being adult leagues and community leagues, you know, ways to meet mm -hmm. people. Even corporate leagues tend to be softball. Right. I don't, maybe it's exactly. because of safety or something. Maybe they think a softball is less likely to hurt if you get hit. Like I don't you have to wear a helmet if someone's throwing it. And if you get hit by a pitch, yeah, you're going to be black and blue. <laughs> we share black that expression blue. on the Allers English podcast when you're bruised, right? That you're Yay. black and blue. Yeah, guys, but go yeah, back so to I really love softball. I couldn't play baseball because that's the other thing is the pitch comes so fast, most people wouldn't be able to hit it. So oh the safety gosh. and also no one can hit a baseball pitch. Yeah, that's true. Except the professionals. Yeah. We, we stick with the softball. Good stuff, guys. If you want to check out that episode, by the way, where we used, we taught you the term black and blue, or as well as other kind of tricks and chunks for English, yes. go over and find All Ears English podcast and hit that follow button. And while you're at it, hit follow on this show too. Exactly. If you guys aren't following, there's so many episodes you're probably missing because we have quite a few each week. They're yes. short, full of interesting information. So be sure to hit follow. Yes. What are we getting into today? Are we talking about baseball in today's episode? Yes, exactly. This came up recently because in our community, I posted a video asking our, you know, our members, community members to share baseball idioms because there are so many in English. Oh, yeah. We had an episode not that long ago, you and, Lynn, you and Michelle shared huh? baseball idioms, um, episode oh, okay. 1475. It was called Step Up to the Plate and Learn Baseball Idioms in English. Nice. And what was fascinating to me was the idioms shared by the members in our community were all different from the ones you guys shared that day because there's so, oh. so many. 
I love that. So we're crowdsourcing our ideas over there on that mm-hmm. community. We'll let our listeners know how they can actually be a part of that community in a minute. But what were some of the ones that our listeners put into your the answer to you? What did they share? Well, that's what we are going to share in this episode okay. is four that were shared by our community members, right? And we're going to teach them with example sentences. But the four that you and Michelle shared in episode mm-hmm. 1475 were strikes, okay. out of one's league, step up to the plate, and go to bat for. So yes. those are all really interesting. We use them all the time in business English. So definitely go check out Allers English episode 1475 to get a refresher on those. Baseball might be the sport that we have the most idioms. I mean, it's one of the oldest sports I would venture to guess that it is. I don't know that for sure, but I'm assuming it is. It's extremely old in the mm-hmm. U.S. And it's just such a part of our culture. Even if you don't play baseball or have a child that plays baseball, you just, you know about baseball. <laughs> I don't know how exactly. to say Exactly. Yeah. So there are so many. I was surprised and, and we kind of forget how many there are. A couple of the ones that our community members posted, I was like, oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Like, If you actually looked up a list, there's probably a hundred idioms that all refer to baseball. I love our new community. I love our community. We have revamped. We have really made it so incredibly robust. Aubrey, how do people end up in this community? It's an exclusive community. How do they get into it, by the way? If you join any of our courses, then you get invited to this community. And so then not only do you have this amazing online, online course for whatever it is you're focusing on, business English you know, general fluency. If you're studying for IELTS, we have so many great courses. And then you all are able to come into the community. You can post questions, you can learn from other students, find speaking partners. And you also get to come to our fluency parties and open conversation clubs for great English speaking practice. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. There are so many brand new, amazing benefits for the listener, for our students in our courses. So guys, go over to allearsenglish.com. Check out all of our courses over there. But for now, let's get into some of the knowledge from our students in the community. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So number one is rain check. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those Silka shared this in our community. And I hadn't really thought about what this has to do with baseball. Mm. I love that she shared with this one. Yeah, that is fascinating, right? The f- I never connected this just with baseball before, but it makes sense. Of course, you mm-hmm. have rain delays. Um, exactly, right? Which means you're so a rain check means you're delaying to a later time. And when it's for baseball, it's because of rain. You're having to rain check and finish the game another time. But yes. we use this all the time in business to delay anything, whether it has right. nothing, nothing to do with rain. <laughs> all the time, all the time. And I love it. It's kind of it's soft, it's social, it's fun. It's a mm-hmm. casual way to say, no, I can't attend that thing. Right. So for example, can I get a rain check? If I have to say no to attending a happy hour, let's say, for example, exactly. Aubrey, you invited me to a happy hour. Oh, Aubrey, I can't make it on Tuesday. Can I get a rain check? Right. Right. This is such a polite way to, you know, instead of saying, no, I can't go. <laughs> if you just yeah. say, can I get a rain check? Because you're implying, I would love to do this at a later time. I just can't go today. Yeah. Could you also, I want to know your opinion on this. I'm not sure what you think. Would you also say, can I take a rain check? Can I take a rain check? Can I get a rain check? Yeah, I think I, I hear both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Can I, I take a rain check or can I get a rain check? I okay. say both and I for sure hear both. Yeah, good point. Okay. Me too. <laughs> What's another example? 
So you might say, oh, we need to cancel today's meeting. We'll have to rain check. And this, who knows, right? Someone wasn't able to show up or something's delayed. And so if you're having to cancel a meeting, this is often the way we would say, we'll do it at a later date. We'll say, we got a rain check. Interesting. So I've never actually heard it used as a verb. You're saying we'll have to rain check. It's kind of being used as a verb here, isn't it? That's true. Yeah. We got a rain check sort of. Yeah, that's true. We use it as a verb or as a noun. Because wow. I hear it this way too, just instead of saying, we'll have to get a rain check or we have to take a rain check, we just say, we need to rain check. We okay. have maybe, to maybe that's a Western versus East Coast because I've never heard it. You don't hear it that way. Verb in that way. Yeah. I've always only ever said, can I get a rain check? Let's get a rain check. Um, can I take a rain check? Let's take a rain check. Let's take a rain check on that. That's what I Okay. Hear. That's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. We definitely, at least on the West Coast, we definitely use it as a verb too. We just say, mm. we, we, need a, we need to rain check. We got a rain check. We have to rain check. I mean, I'm all for making communication more efficient and cutting out right. <laughs> verbs we don't that need are that not extra necessary. verb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the East Coast, we like to talk a lot, always talking, adding mm. words. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Love it. What's next? Okay, so number two, this was shared by Edith in our community. Hey, shout out to Edith. Hi, Edith. And it was cover all the bases. So this means to be very thorough in plans or in an action. Oh my gosh, yes. To be thorough in anything you do. Have we covered all of our bases, right? Maybe we're planning a trip. Like I'm planning a trip to Portugal, which actually when this episode comes out, I might even be there. I don't know. Amazing. (laughs) Um, That's exciting. Yeah. So covering all our bases in planning, where are we staying? What trains are we taking? What are we renting a car? What are we doing? Right. Right. Or you might hear this at the end of a meeting. Someone could say, okay, that's the final agenda item. I think we covered all the bases. Means like we've covered all of the points on the agenda. We've been very thorough. We're ready to adjourn the meeting. Cover all your bases. So Aubrey, are you someone that does this at the first, like the first time, or do you go back and cover your bases later? Like what is your workflow? Mm -hmm. Let's say you're planning a trip. um, Or do you leave things open to just open to spontaneity and, uh, that's a good question. I think as far as at work, I need to be better at covering all my bases because sometimes right. I will like miss a due date, something will happen. And I'm like, oh, if I would have gone and checked, you know, right. the to-do list or due dates one more time and made sure I covered all my bases, then something wouldn't fall through the cracks. That's sure. another really fun idiom, right? When you all miss something, cracks. when you do, don't do something, we say it falls through the cracks. Yeah, we need to teach that one for sure on another episode. Yes. yes. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Okay, we have one more. No, we have two more. Oh my two gosh. Two more. Yes. This one, number three is touch base. And Chun shared this one. It means to communicate about something. 
super common. And mm-hmm. I, I think we've probably shared this before in another Business English episode, but we love this. Let's touch base tomorrow about our plan. Yes. Or did you touch base with the VP about next steps? This is feels so much more native and natural rather than saying like, did you contact the VP? Did you email them? Like we say touch base talk all to, the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really nice catch-all term that works for so many different ways of saying communicate. It just means communicate. Did you communicate exactly. with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good. And then the last one, Kathy shared this one, hit a home run, which means to achieve success And this is another funny one where it's so clearly from baseball, right? In baseball, (laughs) you're trying to hit a home run. Yeah. But it's still, when we use it in business English, I don't think of baseball. I just think, oh yeah, I was successful. I hit a home run. And we love a good baseball game when there are tons of home runs. The the game that I went to this summer, um, the Rockies game, they just nailed so many home runs, but I think it was actually the other team. (laughs) But luckily, I don't care that much if we want. And so I was loving seeing because it's amazing the lift the ball gets, the feeling you get, the crowd just stands up and it's like, whoa, people. The crack of the bat. I love it. I know. I'm the same. Pitchers don't love all the home runs, right? They're trying to, there's nothing worse than a no hitter. When like a pitcher throws all these and nobody hits, that's so boring for the audience. (laughs) So this game was the polar opposite of that. And it was, I had to say it was really cool. It was really cool. So fun. I love it. Yeah. So what examples, right? We hit a home run on this project or let's make sure we hit a home run this month. We'll say Mm -hmm. that just meaning like, let's make sure we do the best we can. Let's make sure we're successful. Yeah. Maybe you set a financial goal, you hit it or you exceeded it. You were efficient and you worked together well. That would be a home run. Okay. Yes. Love and this verb hit. Oh, it's so tricky. The grammar there. We say we hit a home run on this project last month. This is mm-hmm. one of those tricky verbs where it's the same present tense or past. It's just mm-hmm. we hit. You don't say we hitted. <laughs> so tricky, sure. those irregular grammar verbs. Yeah. Aubrey, I could see a great episode, right? Because we do use the verb hit a lot in business. We hit our numbers. Yeah. We hit our goals. I think a, we could do a great episode on this show for our listeners. Just I love that using idea. Hit. Yes, yeah, hit for, follow. Yeah, hit, hit follow. follow, guys. Hit follow. If you didn't hit follow in the past, hit follow now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in this role play, we are discussing a new account that I just landed. Like yes, it. Yes, I'll start. Nice job landing that account. You hit a home run with that one. Well, thank you. It was definitely a team effort, though. Margaret made sure we covered all our bases. Nice. I've been meaning to touch base with her about a task we're working on together. Well, are you going now? I was thinking we could grab lunch. Oh, rain check? Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Nice. Right. And I love this where I can just do, that's kind of like a verb and noun where I'm just saying rain check. Rain that's check. it. And also, very <laughs> you know cool. I mean, can I get a rain check? Yeah. We didn't mention that before, but that's another great way to do it, right? Just mm-hmm. drop everything else. Order. Yeah. I love it. So here we said... You said, nice job landing that account. You hit a home run with that one. With that yeah, and one. I just mean like, great job. You were successful. It's exciting. But this is so fun to use it idiomatically and be like, oh man, you hit a home run with that account. Yes. What else? And then you said, well, may, you know, it's a team effort. Margaret made sure we covered all our bases. I love this too as just like a, you know, a tip for business English. Often someone will give you praise for something that was a team effort And it might be tempting to take all the credit because then you're thinking, oh, this is going to be good for me. Maybe it'll help me get that promotion. But this, I think, is very admirable to give credit where credit is due. 
hundred percent. So important to do this because you know, it comes back to you either way, right? It comes back exactly. to you. If you do take all the credit, that'll come back to bite you. Um, and so we could do another episode on how to give credit to others, how to share the credit and how to turn people's attention to who else participated in, in getting this goal accomplished. Yes, phrases for doing that, like the one you used here. It was definitely a team effort. And then you're going to share, you know, what Margaret did. She made sure we covered all our bases. And Mm -hmm. this is you're saying, like, she was really good about making sure we, like, got all of the minor details. We got everything on the to-do list accomplished. Yeah. And this is nice for for the team, for Margaret, too, because now you're remembering that you wanted to touch base with her about something else. And that's pulling her back in, right? You know, some people Mm -hmm. are really hard workers, but maybe they don't advocate for themselves. So if you are a verbal person at work, it's nice if you can advocate for people who are doing great work. They're just not singing about it. (laughs) Yes. Good point, right? Margaret, maybe you know, Margaret's never going to tell anyone, you know, the part she played on this project and she should get credit for it. So you're doing it for her. Maybe she's very quiet. I love that. Mm, Yeah. So you said I've been, oh, Margaret, right. I've been meaning to touch base with her about a task we're working on together. So it comes back to her. I love it. So good. Yeah. And Um, that just means, you know, communicate with her. And that might mean sending an email or text or speaking with her in person. Touch base is more general just to mean communicate in some way. Communicate. I think communicate is the best word to use there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I said, are you going now? Oh, I was thinking we could grab lunch. And you said... And so then I just say rain check. Right. Because yeah, that's, uh, there's so much implied there. I'm saying, yes, I got to go talk to her now. So yeah. I can't go to lunch, but yes. I'd love to. Let's do it later. And I can yeah. I can say all of that by just saying, oh, rain check. Totally. And guys, again, our philosophy on business English is that we are human beings at work, right? You don't become a robot as soon as you walk into your workplace and scan your card and go upstairs. No, we're human beings. And so it is okay to be casual like that in many scenarios, right? Rain check. That's something you would probably say at home as well. So there are many moments when you do need to be casual with your coworkers. This is one of them. Absolutely, right? And at work, we're still using idioms and phrasal verbs. We use so many baseball idioms in business English. This will make you sound native and natural because natives are going to use them. You can use them also to connect with coworkers. I love it, Aubrey. Thanks for talking about baseball today. It made me excited. Too bad we're well, I don't know. Is the World Series coming up soon? Are you, I feel oh, like I it's have no idea. I am the wrong person to ask. It's <laughs> hilarious how little we know about professional baseball. It's hilarious. So guys, check it out. Check out the World Series. If not, be ready for spring training in March, April. And there's always good early games you can check out. There. Yes. You if ever you're visiting Arizona, where I'm from, we have <gasps> spring training games. And it's right. fun because they're cheap. But it's still like professional teams, right? Yes. The, the Giants play not that far from here. And especially if you're like sitting on the grass way outfield, it's like $5 to go see oh, a game. Fun. It's so fun. Fun. So if you're living in California, Nevada, mm-hmm. Arizona, jump on a plane for a weekend. You know, it's a great idea to hang out with your friends. I also want to say minor league baseball in the, at least on the Northeast is a great use of your time. So if you ever go to Cape Cod in the summer, book a minor league baseball ticket, check out minor league ball. It's really fun to watch as well. Yes. I went to an amazing game when I was in Lancaster. How do you say that? Lancaster, but I think it's pronounced like Lancaster. Pennsylvania. Uh It was the Lancaster Barnstormers. (laughs) It was a minor league team and it was so much fun. A lot more hits, a lot more home runs. Minor league is really fun. I went to a great one in North Carolina a couple summers ago. So if you don't, you know, if you don't have the money to go into a major league baseball game or just don't feel like dealing with the city, the traffic, try a minor league game in the yeah. States. Really cool I way to spend an evening. All right. Good stuff. Now that's a All pro right, tip. Everybody. 
minor league baseball. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Aubrey, you have a nice day. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Awesome. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.